Okay, so we're holding this week in Shavu Shachalbay of Tishbav, which I think in all Kehilas and Klai Yisrael is already the time where we, where, where we mark the Chorban in specific acts and stuff. So I thought it would be a good time to talk about the element of Tepis Yeshua that is being Mesabal in the Beis HaMikdash. Now, I really want to frame it like this. My question is as follows. And I don't know that it's be it's to resolve this question, but the question is as follows. If one could be moisif, all sorts of their own ideas of, of Zechel Chorban, and could add this and that, and they'll make up their own way to be masker the Chorban at all times. Is that the Malyusa? It's good to every day, every minute, figure out a way to be masker the Chorban? Or are there prescribed methods that Chazal gave us, different times of the years, different actions, different activities that we do throughout the year? And that's what you do. More than that is not desirable. To just uh, wallow in self-pity and, and be misabal and l'chorban every day, every week, every minute, that's maybe not desirable. That's the question. I don't know that we could resolve this, and it could be that there's more than one school of thought, and it could be that for different people in different times, there's a different right answer. But let's, let's talk about it a little bit like this. I came across, uh, to me, was an amazing story, so interesting, that has to do with this. The, the, in the beginning of the State of Israel, like in the 40s, through the early 50s, there was a huge migration from all the Sephardic countries to Israel. Barach 900,000, or eight, eight, between eight, eight and 900,000 Sephardim from all over the world made their way to Israel and became part of that kahilah, part of the community. Now, it was a small, uh, you know, isolated kahilah amongst the Sephardic, amongst the Sephardi world in Yemen, in Taman, Yahadus Taman, a small isolated community was Barach, 50,000 Jews call it, which was, you know, substantially smaller than some of the other communities. And it was very isolated. It was its own, it was its own thing. Um, they were very backward, very primitive. They lived in a country that was very primitive. They had been isolated. They were primitive in their Yiddishkeit, primitive in their, in their Goyishkeit. You know, they lived in a kehillah that was very separated from the rest of Klai Yisrael. Now, a lot of them were very excited to come when the Israeli government started flying them in in Operation Magic Carpet. Um, when the Israeli government started, there's, there's two two big airlift Operation Magic Carpets in the 40s. One is when the United States flew supplies into Berlin during the beginning of the Cold War, and one is when the Israeli government flew all the, all the Yemeni Jews out of Yemen into Eretz Israel. But the uh, Operation Magic Carpet, Yemen edition, when they began to bring all these, all these Jews in, so they, they discovered lots of different, call it minhagim and kahilas, there was a lot of like uh, color that, that Claudio didn't know that it had. You know, that this, these groups had different than everybody else. Now, there was one, like, subsect of the, of the Yemeni Kehila that I want to focus on now for a second. In, in 1944, the first, like, group of Yemeni Jews came, and they were in, a, I think it's called the Maboret, like a transit camp, uh, you know, a refugee camp in, in Israel in 1944. And there was a guy whose job was, was to survey the people who had came, and he was walking around taking a survey of the Jews there, and he came across an older guy whose name was Yichya, and two younger Jews with him who looked very different than all the rest of the Temenim Jews who were there. Now, Temenim have the long, you know, Simanim, the long payas, you know, the dark, long payas. And came this, this, this group of three, they were the same, I guess, color as the rest of the Jews there, but they looked extremely different. Instead of, they had no payas, and they had no mustaches, they had long beards like the Amish, but no mustaches, no payas, and they had like a, a bowl haircut, like cut over here, and going down to here, and the hair was down shoulder length. That was the hair. Very interesting haircut. Like a long haircut down to the shoulders. They all had the same haircut. So he stops them, and Mifta, uh, you know, Tamani, he asks them, what brings you here? What are, who are you? And they say, uh, 
he says, one of them is the spokesman, Ani Miteiman, and I'm looking for the king, uh, David Malach Yisrael. I heard that there's a, we heard there's a Tekuma, and we're looking for the king. And uh, the guy tells him, well, listen, I, I don't want to let you down, but there's no king. We do have a David. His name is Ben-Gurion, not Malach Yisrael. It's similar. It's not exactly the same. So Yechia says, I come with a message from my community, and I want to meet him. I want to talk to him. So uh, he says, ah, it doesn't, you know, I can't really get you into him, but tell me, tell me about your message, and I'll see what I could do. So he starts telling him that we're Jews from a small province, Farad and Taman, called Chakan. It's in the region of Chatzar Maves, which is an Arabic word, not Chatzar Maves. I mean, it's, it's, an Islam, it's an Arabic word, Chatzar Maves, but we live over there. We're a small kahila, about 400 people. And, uh, you know, we're not connected to anybody else. We have our own minhagim, our own situation. And uh, I want to, we, we're ready to maybe come up. I wanted to explore coming up to Eretz and I want to meet him. And some Saif, there's a whole conversation. He brings them to Yerushalayim for Shabbos, to Yitzchak ben Tzvi, who later on becomes the president of Israel, but at that time was heading this, uh, this initiative. And they're fascinated by them. And there's actually a few svarim that came out later on of the different minhagim of, of Yehudei Chakan, mostly where Shalat place is, is in Hilchas Brachas. Like uh, their jachnun is fried differently than other temeni jachnun and the bracha is different. Like these type of examples, like that, that actually come with negel halacha. But at some point he asks them, "Why do you look different than all the rest of the temeni Jews that I see over here?" And they say, "No, what do you mean? Us? Anachma veleitzir. We're the veleitzir." He says, "What do you mean?" He says, "In our kahila, we we don't cut our hair, and uh, we all grow it long, and and uh, this is how we remember the korban at all times. We're the veleitzir." He says, He says, yeah, that's, that's what we are. And then they did a little research and they found that there's a, an entry in the travelogue from the 1200s from Rabbi of Tudela where he writes that in Taman there's a kehila of Avei and he doesn't write that they're in Chakan, but L'chaira, it's the same people who migrated and, uh, and there was this kehila. Now eventually they talk, uh, in 1950, they come to Eretz Yisrael, they, they, they move to like a small moshav in the backyard of Ben-Gurion Airport. And uh, they were silversmiths. Like the Yoidim used to go to them to have the silver fixed. They were, you know, excellent uh, handcrafted silver. Um, today you won't see any more uh, 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 person from Chakan with long hair and no beard. They've since integrated into the general Israeli population. But I got looked it up. There's a small museum in the Moshav. I think it's called Mivreshet maybe, right outside Ben-Gurion. If someone's looking for a tourist attraction next time you're there, there's like a little house museum of the, the, the Yad, the, these, these Jews. Now... Agabanum, what struck me is this, this minig that they had, that by them, Avelos and Tzien, being in a, in, in a, in from the Avelos Tzien, took such a central role that it defined how they dressed, how they looked, meaning they behaved differently than everybody else. Now, the truth is that in our world, we don't find this. You don't find groups of people who had minhagam of Avelos Tzien. In the Karaim, there was, there was groups that had Avelitzin like this, and, but these are people who lived independently from the Karaim, so it's not connected. Now, so that's an example of finding it, you know, out in the wild. Now let's handle it a little bit, uh, a little bit Lemaisa. So now, clearly we know that, that, that the Chorban and the Avelis on the Chorban plays a very central role in, in Yiddishkeit. Adkadekach, the Gemara Brachas, and the Gemara tells us that uh, it says, Tanya Rabbi one time went into a Chorva to Davin, the Gemara tells us a story, and it says he heard, uh, he, he, was, he put himself in danger and uh, he got saved. And then eventually he's asked, uh, you know, what, what did you hear when you were in the Chorva? And he says, Shemati baskel, shemina, I heard a baskel that was crying out like a yaina. and was saying, um, 
uh, uh, what does it say? It says, <laughs> HaKadosh Baruch Hu is crying out and saying, like, woe is, to, woe is to the father whose children were exiled from his table, and woe is to the children who had to be exiled from their father's table. So you see clearly that, that and, and, oh, and, and Eliyahu Navi tells him, <laughs> I promise you that not today alone is when this Paschal is going out, and it says this, every day HaKadosh Baruch Hu sends a Paschal that's crying out and saying, this Avelis on the Chorban. We know the Shulchan Aruch and Simon Gimel says, and that's a daily halacha, that's not a halacha that's only said during the Bain of Mitzarim. So we know clearly there is makim for, for centralizing, for making Avelis on the Chorban into like a, a primary, you know, a primary focus of Jews. So now, uh, really this Shetel Zuchayis, this like, this dichotomy of had like what the, what the go what, what the program is should you trying to be adding or trying to take away shazachis in many halachic nafkaminis we'll get to them in a second but I just want to say the the let's call it the, the downside of this so the downside is as follows there's a gemara in Baba Basra in the Samach Mubez that says a story as follows it says la'acha the korban of the bayisheni there was the prushim in Klai Yisrael who decided that they're not going to eat meat and they're not going to drink wine anymore and the rationale was simple they said. Uh, Basar that was Nekar Vagabi Mizbeach, we're going to eat now when there's no Mizbeach, and Yayinch, and it's not Vagabi Mizbeach, we're going to drink that now when there's no Mizbeach. It's Omeglach, we can't continue to, to behave like everything's normal, we're not going to drink Basar Yayinch. So the Gemara says, Tapobem Rabishua. Chazal, the Rabbanim sent to Bishua to deal with them, go talk to them, explain to them their error. So Bishua tells them, he says, uh, how, do you eat, how do you eat um, any bread or any, any, anything like that? It was used for Menachas, the Vagabi Mizbeach. Says that you'll just eat Paris, you'll have a vegan diet. Paris is brought for Bikurim. So you say you'll live on water. Water was used for Nisachamayim. He says, So, Mamela, you, you know, you're not going to be able to exist. Elamai, he says, So, what do you do? He says, So, Chazal, he says, So, so what they ask him is they say, So, why Takana? So, why don't we have these Zeris? No, Engeis are in Zeris if it's not, if the Tiber can't handle it. He says, To make it too extensive and too. Too extreme, thus Kemenish, this is what should we do? Chazal made a handful of Xeris, a Kalas, not Yetzibihinuma, a Chasin wears some ashes, um, we break a glass, during the, the Yemei Mitzarim, we have additional dinim. The Gemara Babasar says that Rishua explained to them that it has to be with moderation. To make a Xeris that's going to be so all encompassing, if the Avel is going to be so all encompassing, it's impossible. Kaiso can't go forward like that. So we, we do, you know, a few token uh, mascarises for the base of Mekdash to be, to be mascarised at Zin, but we don't let it dominate our lives. That's what the, what the Gemara Babasra is, mashma, what the Mashmaris of the Gemara Babasra is. Now, there are Gemaras that seem like there were certain Yechidim, there's Gemara Antinus, there's Gemara Babakama, certain Yechidim who wore black shoes or did, did different, you know, customs to be mascarised the Korban. So it seems that even according to the Gemara Babasra, there's makam for Yechidim who are feeling, you know, extra connected to be manning their lives in a way that they add additional things. But for a tzibur, to make rules where we're going to add, you know, ma- many additional zeichel achorbans, that would be taking it too far. Now, now, um, it's now as follows. Where's, where's the shtel zechais a little bit? So, this past Shabbos, Shabbos Chazayin. So, for us, uh, for us this week, especially with Mamash, a regular Shabbos, we had, we had a party. But, but generally in Klai Yisrael today, Shabbos Chazayin has become more or less a regular Shabbos, right? It's not the Ramah in Shulchan Aruch Paskins, the United States wear Shabbos clothing. For example, in the Minigashkas. Now, but by us, today Shabbos Chazayin is pretty much a regular Shabbos. But back in the day, there was a few very strange uh, customs in Minhagim that were done on Shabbos Chazayin. So now, in the, in the Ashkenazi Velt, there was a, uh, an idea of saying, right? The only Litvish song that we have, Bukhlal, is Eilitzian. It's the only song Litvak sings. So, uh, Eilitzian was the Nusach that they used to sing 
during Shabbos Chazayin. Now, I think still today in, in, in real Yekish Hashuls, they do that, but that's a meaning that used to be extremely popular that, that fell away completely. Now, we'll see why in a second. Now, another one that was more, more uh, prevalent, not just by the Ashkenazi Yidin, was they had kinnis that they said on Shabbos Chazayin. In, in different books of kinnis that are out in the, in the Sephardi world, the Egyptian and other Sephardim, they had kinnis that they actually said on Shabbos, which is a uh, plea. We don't do any minhag avelis on Shabbos. And they had actual kinnis that they would say on Shabbos. Now, the, the, this is Muskar Lamashal. The Me'iri brings this down in Maganavis, that the, the kinnis, the, the Rivash has a tshuva where the Shail asked them that we don't have anyone in the Tzibur who knows the Nusach for the kinnis of Shabbos Chazayin, what should we do? So you see clearly the Kehillah that he's writing in Algeria and Spain and, and wherever, the different Kehillahs amongst the Safari world were saying kinnis on Shabbos of Shabbos Chazayin. Now, the Paiskim came along, different Shuvahs, but the, the Radvaz and the Zikhan Aaron and others came along and they said very strongly that, you know, Avelos on Shabbos, even if it's not for Hesia, even if it's not real Avelos, it's just a kinnis, is, is mamish inappropriate, it's not acceptable, you know, uh, the, the, the <coughs> and merely have to be battled this minute. The, the people who were pro this minig said that it's Mephorosh in the Pasuk. The Pasuk in Eicha says, Shabbos Mesais Libeinu Nepach Leva Mechaleinu. Shabbos itself becomes transferred Laavelis, they said. And, and the Tzad Shekinegit said, no, you know, Shabbos is a time they can't have any Avelis, you can't have any of these Minagim of saying Kinnis, of singing different songs. And they worked very hard to revatle it. Now, the ones who really uh, pushed it away and revatle it strongly, so that Rizal, first of all, in the, in the Ilam Mekubalim, that Rizal ascribed the uh, Givis importance to Shabbos Chazayin as a Shabbos of Simcha. And, and pushed away all these minhagim of Avelis on Shabbos and all these extra additional Shabbos Chazayim minhagim. But the ones who really pushed it away is the Chassidim. Amongst the early Chassidim Sherebis, there was a very big push to do away with, with really with a lot of the Avelis and even of the nine days, but especially the, the Shabbos Chazayim, the Mashal. The, the Arizal's yard site is, is today. Today's the Arizal's yard site. Hey, today's hey, right? Today's hey. The, the Arizal's yard site is today. Hey, Av. In many, many Chassidim Shekilis, they, they made or make a yardside tish. You know, a real get-together, a happy get-together for that Rizal's yardside. They have a siyam in Rizhan, they would make a siyam, they would eat fleshiks, but the Rechayim, not just on, on hey, hi, hey, have the rest of the nine days, they'd make tish with a siyam. The Chlisharim used to make a siyam, but the Chesidish Rebbe's, it was a big push to make, to make siyumim and to make, to make the nine days less, you know, uh, less, less uh, availistic, less sad. They felt that in today's day, in today's time, the Ilum can't handle the you know, the intensity of the sadness for the, for the nine days, for three weeks, and they made a big push to, like, to moderate it and, and, and do away with it. To the point where today, Siyum became extremely ragil and, and popular by everyone, meaning they, they won, so to speak. They integrated that part of doing away with Avelis into the regular, into the regular you know, halach uh, of a Jew in the nine days. Now, now um, so, so clearly the Gemara Mbabbasra and the Chassidish and Haga. And, and all these different things that we're showing seems to show that the idea is not to be like Chakan. It's not to walk around and grow your hair and go through all year, you know, being Avelistic and, and, and adding and being Moisif, at least for regular people. The idea is more to, you know, to try to go on, to try to moderate, to try to, of course, you keep the Chorban in the, in, the, in the foreground and you have to remember it and, and, uh, and uh, you know, and, and Zichr during the three weeks and the nine days is actual Halachas. Halachas are not are not malleable, you can't push those away, you can't, there's nothing, you can't work around those. But the idea of being Moisif al-Khaira would seem to be maybe Shalalafi Ruach, you know, the Mekubalim and the Echsidim, whatever. So let me just show you that even Mineu Bey, it doesn't seem, seem to be so simple. The, the Shulchan Aruch and Simon Gimel tells us, based on a Gemara and Brachas, 
that at Chatzos, or at the Shina Mishmaris, when the Mishmaris time changes in the nighttime, it's a big Esrasim uh, Shastfilo. The Machaber says that if you daven during that time of Chatzos, during the Shina Mazalas, it's a, it's a time when you could accomplish amazing things. Now, the Machaber doesn't elaborate, it doesn't say anything more than that, but in the Kisveri, it's uh, much more elaborate. And the Rizal gives over uh, a Mesaira about Tikkun Chatzos. You know, it, I think it's in the Rizal, it's called Tikkun Rachavaleya. And there's, you know, it's been added to extensively, but even in that result, the result gives over Maseira of Tikkun Chatzais, and Tikkun Chatzais became a very primary thing by, by the Mekubalim. Now, Tikkun Chatzais is exactly what we're talking about. It's an additional mascaras of Avelus on, it, on the daily. It's every day to sit down on the floor and be maskir that we're Avelitsiyan. So, like I said in the beginning, I don't know that it's possible to resolve this conflict of like, are you, are you, maybe, maybe not for that, might not, exactly. But that result and his Chavraya were certainly pushing it, this, this, uh, this idea of Tikkun Chatzais. So, Yankos, maybe not for that, might not. So, that's, that's what I wanted to, to get to. The Rav the, the Blitzki has a whole uh, contrast on Tikkun Chatzais, where the point of his contrast is to encourage Hamaynam to say Tikkun Chatzais. His point is that, that, yes, it seems like something very lofty, it's Kabbalistic, it's Kabbalim, it's Tariza, we don't really know what it means, but it's for everybody. And in there he brings uh, two chuvas. He brings one from the, one he brings from, from the Ben Baghdad, and it's an Arichasikachuva, I won't read the whole thing, but in it actually the first thing that the Banishai quotes, strangely, is an Efeshachaim. Banishai starts off, the Shaila, someone asked him that, you know, I don't understand much about anything, and I'm gonna say taking I'm gonna sit on the floor and pretend that I'm sad and say these tilas, I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't know like is this something that you know, this something that I need to do? And he writes to him that uh, that uh, one second, so he writes like this. He brings his files from Rav Velazhin. Rav Chaim Velazhin Nefesh Chaim says, The main focus, so we, this is a, like a, a very primary part of the Nefesh Chaim, but it's just interesting that the Ben Chaim brings it. He says, The main focus of Eredu Mitzvahs is the Chelik HaMaisa. Taras HaMachshava is a nice addition, it's a nice additive to have onto the Mitzvahs. Well, the Mitzvah is not It's the Tesefes Mitzvah, it's not Leikuva. He says, even Akravas Karbanas, we paskin, in the beginning, Staman Lishman. The Machshavas and the, the deeper meanings, that's, uh, you know, that's Lutaisafis, that's a mitzvah. And uh, then he continues on, he says, not only mitzvahs, Maisius, he says, Tvila is called Avedish Belev, that's what it's called. And Chazal learned out from a Pasik that says, Laavdi Bukhalavavchem, Im Kolzeha, Iker Shitzarach Adam, Says the Iker still, even by Tvilu, that's called Avaydish Balev, its main, like, defining characteristic, Ilu, is Avaydish Balev. The Iker thing is to be Lachtach Besvasav, to read it out, to say it out. And the Avada, he's not saying you shouldn't have Kavana. Having Kavana is amazing, it's extra, it's better, it's great. This is a little bit reminiscent of the Nadi Behudu that we spoke about, Belashem Yichud. That, like, the, the Iker Kavana is to do the mitzvahs, to do the Maisi mitzvah. And this is actually, he says, um, then he brings. Uh, even from the Kabbalistic world, it says, It's, uh, you know, Pnimius and, and, and etc. But in Afobikin, he says, the way you do that, he says, he brings from that Rizal, is just by being, by, by saying the words out, is how you do all those hechrazachan uh, that you're doing. So he continues, it's, it's a big arichus, but what, what his punchline is, is that even, he says, uh, here, he says, so this that you're telling me, that you don't understand anything and you don't want to do Tikkun Chatzais because you don't know the, the Kabbalistic meanings and you don't know what you're saying. He says, 
Shemarat Lafayim Bisimanum Tahira, it's coming to you from a Yetzirah. The Yetzirah is showing you the, you know, the Chazafisel. It's showing you the Chazafisel. It's telling you, like, it's not for you. You're not holding by it. Don't do it. This is a from a Yetzirah. It's a from a Yetzirah that's coming to invite you from doing the Kiyam Mitzvah Vikdusha. Now he says, Afilu Mi Yelib Chatarud Harbe. Even if you're not, uh, you know, you're not holding by it, you can't concentrate, don't be involved from doing it. And, uh, and the, the Chiddush that he brings over here, and this is something that, that uh, you'll find in different Svarim, that Paskin, like, like the, like the Kesveri, he says that during the three weeks, and maybe not the whole year, but during the three weeks, if it's too hard for you to stay up at night and you can't do it, say it by your he, the way he calculates it, he says the, the school of Sazman starts at Chatzay Salayla. It doesn't end until Chatzay Sayyayim. So you could say it any time between Chatzay Salayla to Chatzay Sayyayim. Mainly he says, and I don't think this is something that, that's you know, pushed by regular, by regular Paiskin, but one of the Beresh is taking that Rizal, taking Chatzay and building it up into something Mamash Vahamaynam, especially during the three weeks, especially during this time of year, and saying you do it, even if you can't understand it, even if you don't know what you're doing, you say it anyhow, even if it can't be Chatzay and uh, even if you can't be chatzais. Now, he also brings from the Neid Yudah in a drush and tzlach. Neid Yudah says the same thing. Neid Yudah says, dim. So it's a little bit more narrowly tailored. Again, in counter to what the Chassidim were pushing at that time, saying that we can't be misabled too much, we need to be happier. So the, the Neid Behuda often is a counterbalance to this, to this, the Goyen, the Neid Behuda says as well, it says, Befrat b'zman azeh, v'avineseinu ha-rabim m'sgabrim ha-rashon, v'neisin n'kayach l'klipa, all in Kabbalistic lingo, v'zeo ha-richos g'aliseinu, this causes the ha-richos g'aliseinu, v'roye l'asis m'lchama b'tachpul v'snegad ha-klipas, v'lahatish k'aycham, ha-yide tikl chatzais. It says the way to fight with the klipas that are sending the galos, that are, that are lentening the galos, is to say tikl chatzais. V'roye before, yeah, they didn't have to worry. It wasn't such a scabrous. They didn't have to worry about adding and being mask of the Chorban. But today, the Klippas and, and, and you know, the Arichas HaGalos, it's more important than ever before. Lizar Bizeki. Achshel Tzarach, Lightsim, Yudibin, Shaltzdukim, Adkan Hashayne, Reyad, Bidrush He continues, but so he, he collects from like, you know, ranging from the Beneshchai to the Neid Behuda, saying that Bizmanenu is more of a primary reason to say, to say Tekin Chatzais and to be focused on it. So I, I think I'm going to leave us maybe more confused than we started. I don't, I said, I don't think there's a resolution to this, to this, these two polars of, of adding and being, you know, extra focused on the Chorban or, or saying that people are not holding by it and you need to be happier and, and, and you know, try to mitigate the Anhagas and, and make Siyumim and etc. Uh, I, I don't know. I'll just end off with one, Mamash, like a tidbit that was interesting to me. It's not Mamash connected to this, but uh, a tidbit in regards to people creating their own Minhagim. Meaning we start off like if a person could just like say like, I'm going to, I don't know, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to wear slippers as a Zeichel Chorban. It's more comfortable for me to wear slippers. I'm not going to wear slippers for a Zeichel Chorban. Like, could a person, Mamish, create from whole cloth his own, his own things? I came across this recently, and I think it's interesting. I'll just share it. The Eish Kodesh, the Pietzet, the Rebbe, the Pietzet's and the Rebbe, has a very interesting sefer called Tzav Viziras. It's a diary. Diaries are, are a very rare form of literature in, in the rabbinic world. There's, there's a handful of diaries, maybe, I, I wouldn't know a total number, but a handful. A handful of diaries in rabbinic literature. Tzav Viziras is a, is a diary that the Pietzetz in a row. And in it is some fascinating things. And, and in Kapitel Chavzayin, he brings as follows. He starts off, he says, I want to I, I prove to you, he says, 
that a yid could take anything, could take any mundane action in the world and turn it into, you know, mamish, the holiest thing. He says, you know how? I'll tell you how. He says, because somersaulting, making a tumble sauce while dancing is meaningless, right? It doesn't mean anything. There's no essential halikai to making a tumble sauce. He says, but I know that when I went to the Achnas he doesn't say which one, I went to Ser Achnas and I was feeling it. I was mamish, I was feeling full of simcha and there was no way to express it you know, just with singing and dancing, there was no way to bring it to the fore, and I decided, I know it's embarrassing, and I know they're going to say it's not appropriate, and they're going to say I'm old, I can hurt my back, I could, I'm doing it. And I got down, and I made a tumble sauce, in the middle of the dancing, says the Piyotatsu, and I did it, and the feelings that I had were amazing, he says, I didn't get to have, rather he like, he legs too, I didn't come to to the giluyim that I thought it would bring me to, he writes it himself, like I didn't come to to the giluyim I thought it would bring me, bring me to, but I felt peaking, it was like a, a meridika, you know, it sprung forth from me like Avas Hashem and Avas Terasa, and I did it. And he says, and you know what? Every time that I think about that somersault, or I pass by the place where I made that somersault, again, I, I become full of, full of the feeling of that moment in time, that somersault. Uh, this is all his own words. He says, so this to me is the greatest proof that you can take anything, the most mundane action, and turn it into you know, some sort of Halig action. So again, I don't know if it's desirable to make mundane actions and add them to Chetzel Chorban or not. But L'chaira one can if they want to. Maybe it's only for Prushim, maybe it's only for Yechidim, maybe it's not. Okay, we'll, we'll end off confused. Okay.